0: Recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buffy. This is being recorded on October 4th, 2018, to hit the internets on Friday, October 5th, 2018. The first day, game one of the ALDS between the, your New York Yankees and... Ugh, those Boston Reds. I don't even get me started with that shit. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, beat my chest a little bit. Yeah. Oh, jump... Don't, don't, don't go there. No, no, I am enraged. i to
1: tell you a
0: story. <laughs> <I'm> d- <laughs> How's everybody doing? If you're new to the show, and uh, I mean, how could you be one of an opening like that? I mean, the show must be immaculate. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlue. So I was going to do, I was going to do a preview of the wildcard game. Between the New York Yankees and the Oakland Athletics (coughs) losers. Um, But I'm not that good at previews. So uh, I figured I'd... I'm better at reviews as opposed to previews. I I think many people would agree with that. And any people that listen to this podcast. So, Uh, yeah, I was in Chicago last week. So switching topics for one second. So, you know, it's been a while. I know this is dropping Friday. I think the last time you heard from me was last, uh, what, Tuesday? So what a difference a week makes, huh? So this was in Chicago. Enjoy. I yes, I'm burying the lead for a second. Just give me give me a break. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Just relax. Uh good time. Over ate, overdrank. Um I think the hotels we were in uh basically it seemed like all the hotels in Chicago were 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 protesting. So you wake up and it sounds like Oakland Coliseum, basically. There's whistles, there's drums, there's chants. And they're saying, Oh, that that that's 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 just fucking amazing at 7 a.m. when I'm trying to sleep. But, uh, you know, pretty good. Uh, over overdrank, like I said. And you know what? It's funny. I'm a total fraud. You knew that already, though. Uh, when I like, oh, regional food arguments. Oh, let's let's get angry. Oh, I'm so pissed off. No, this is what I like, because this is my delicacy in my local region. I had the best pizza of my life in Chicago. Oh, no, no, you did. Oh, oh, oh let's tweet about it in a fucking 50-tweet thread. And it had nothing to do with Chicago-style pizza. It was actually... <laughs> New Haven style pizza at a place called Peace. I'm sorry I did that. I had to do that. That was sitting there waiting. I, I had to do that. And I could have done it not in the microphone. And helped a lot of people out, but it's <laughs> the kind of guy I am. Soulless, heartless, disgusting, diabolical. Uh, and it was called Peace, and it's in a oh, the Damon stop on the Brown Line in case you're in Chicago or you're a Chicago person. That was that might have been the best pizza I've ever had in my entire life it was so good and uh, again i don't know what else to say after that so uh yeah it was really good <sighs> what do you want well in the crust and the sauce and it had a certain tang to it it was just you know it, when when the tu- when, when 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 the sauce and the cheese and we, and you have the thin crust like that when they meet in the center there's an, there's a there's a gentle aroma before it gets into your mouth that you just smell through the nostril through the olfactory senses that anyways i did my own thing i did my new thing of going to historic bars which all right. I guess I get to, I went to a place where I guess Al, Al Capone was the, uh, he was the, the, the former owner. I sat in the seat he used to sit to, according to the old security guard who had like the most Chicago accent you've ever heard in your life. Um, he's like, uh, where you from? That, ter- that, that was a Chicago accent. And I'm just like, uh, well, uh, California. And he's just like, <laughs> California. Now I was like, well, I mean, I'm originally from Connecticut. He's like, Connecticut, huh? Boy, much of a liberal. And I'm just like, dude, you fucking live in Chicago. What are you talking about? You're like, you're the bastion of liberalism in, in the Midwest. And, you know, there's lots of Kavanaugh talk, lots, lots of Kavanaugh talk throughout the city and looming over across from our Hotel. And it was kind of weird because you see in like movies in the future, like, oh, the president will own everything. And, and, and the, the, the government will, will, will run the world. And, you know, I look out the window and there's this <laughs> enormous Trump hotel. And it's just like, that's the president. The president owns that. What else will we own? Will we own? Will it be Trump Bank soon? Will it be? You know, it just a weird, weird dynamic to that. But good time had by all. Good time. My wife got a little nostalgic about it. She did a lot of schooling out there. And she's like, I really miss the city. You know, well, maybe maybe we should live here. And I'm like, remember, we're here in like the middle. We're here the late September. Let's say what it is late December. You see if you want to move back here when your bones are rattling waiting for a bus. But here we are. Here, here, Here we are. Got on that plane, got back to California. There was a woman sitting. I, I had the aisle. Another woman had the other aisle, and she was so petrified of any turbulence. And there was a little turbulence, but I mean, anytime there's a little, she grabbed the grabbed the grabbed the seats, and her husband would hold her and just sort of like caress her hand. I used to be like that, and I'm not trying to say like I'm Mr. Calm, Cool, and Collective when you know there's some severe turbulence. It's not like, well, I'm, I'm going to die. I, I just. I don't know. I used to be like that. Now I'm just like, you know, whatever. I'm not controlling the plane. If I go down, I go down. If it rips apart midair, well, by, by the time I hit the ground, I'll probably be passed out already. You know, you know, I w- won't be conscious. So that's the way it goes. Um, Yeah. You know, I, I think so, at a certain point, you just got to realize even when you die, you're, you're, you're not going to be remembered. Pretty positive, positive podcast. I'm huh? Brian. We just got a wild card win here and uh, talking about when you die, you'll be forgotten. I mean, unless you do something really important, you're just going to be a nice little obit and you'll be forgotten that's I mean, the way it is. it is. Sorry. I mean, unless you're an athlete, like, you know, because for whatever reason, you know, those guys played a sport better. So you'll remember them like, you know, well, my thing will say, oh yeah, did a podcast that, you know, barely anyone listened to and uh, <laughs> that that the world listened to um, globally known and, um, you know, lived a great life. At least athletes will say, you know, there'll be some kid in, you know, 2075 and they'll go, daddy, daddy, who, who was number one on the, on the New York Yankees? That, that retired I number. Mean, oh, that that was Billy Martin. He was a fall down drunk. He used to fight players, fight, you know, getting, getting, getting got fired a bunch of times in the owner. He also created, uh, you know, the, the, the starter, the, the closers starting games or being in the first few innings. But no one seemed to mention that. No one seemed to care. I mean, we just kept moving. It kind of like, uh, Leif Erikson discovering the United States I and mean, discovering North America. And it's, it's not a big deal. But, oh boy, what a segue, huh? <laughs> so forced. So bad. But anyways, wild card game last night, people. Uh, I, I think that's what, what Mike Francesa likes to call a rocking chair game. Not, not, maybe not a rocking chair game, but as close as you could be to a rocking chair game without being a rock, rocking chair game. Because I think the only time there was any butterflies in the stomach was probably before Judge hit the two-run home run. And, you know, there wasn't much time before that. And when they got into a little, you know, little, eh, Severino you know, got some base runners on it got a little dicey. But after that, you know, it was pretty much smooth sailing. Because the A's were uh, poo poo. Uh, shocking, right? Just like their dugouts, just like their clubhouses. Poo poo shit everywhere. Uh, what can you say? Everything you possibly wanted to go right with the New York Yankees in that wild card game on Wednesday night went right. Severino, does he have butterflies? No, 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 he didn't. He was balling, right? He even leaned back, right? Didn't he go, balling? Uh, that just waiting for everyone to stop laughing after I did that. Cause it was so funny. Uh, but he was great. Dylan Batansis, you get worried with him. He came in with runners on, he pitched more than two innings. He dominated. Holy shit. Judge hits the first home run since he's been back. I think, I think that's right. Um, I, Sanchez pitched. I mean, I said that on Twitter and a lot of people, uh, <laughs> a lot of people took my, my idea. Cause no one else saw the game and thought about this, but, Sanchez, I mean, granted it's his fucking job, but he he caught a good game, no balls got by him he he stopped a lot of a lot of a lot of uh you know wild pitches or just balls in the dirt that could have been tragic, yes, tragic, people could have died hey that that it makes you think that was his mind really focused and he actually did the job and he's just a lazy shit potentially um would you would you really be shocked if in game one he let fucking three pass balls by him on uh and game one against the Red sox? no, I wouldn't because you know. That's the way it is. So I get home uh, for this game because obviously you need my experience. Forget forget what actually happened. I get home. I go and get my beer, obviously. White, my wife is in uh, in Barcelona right now, so it's just me. I come home and I'm saying, yeah, got to, I'm turning this place into a man cave, right? Got my white undershirt on, underwear, yeah. Uh, I got my beer. I need a pizza. I don't care if it's a Wednesday. <laughs> I'm getting a pizza. And these are the things you trade people when you move out to California and they say, all right, I'll take the nice weather. I'll take the beautiful landscapes, but I will give up the pizza because I got my pizza from extreme pizza. And I'll tell you, it was anything, um, no, it was not extreme. It was anything less than extreme. I think they should rename it, rebrand it uh, mediocre edible pizza that that's, that that's basically what it is. I mean, what, what it was disgusting. And I'll get to that in a second. But get that, so I come home, and I'm like, all right, got a few minutes to spare, let me just turn on, the, uh, turn on the app, just in case the game starts, put on the radio while I get everything out of here, and TBS says, no, you're blacked out. Like, well, what the fuck is this? I'm blacked out. I, I realize I'm, I guess I'm considered the Bay Area here, but no, I'm not blacked out. What is this shit? So, we continue to do it, and I say, all right, well, we have a problem here. Right, let me go through the MLB app. Oh, no, no, you're blacked out there, too, which I figured in the first place. The innings are going by. I now hear a uh, judge's home run from John, uh, Mom, Pa, Yankee. And I'm like, what, what, what is this? This is, not, this is not the life I live. I'm a man. I'm a goddamn Yankee fan. I deserve better. I deserve more. I'm still so, what's the next step? We go to the illegal streams. I cannot find anything on the illegal streams. I'm just like, this, this is not happening. I am watching this game. And I'm in an area here where the only bars I can really go to. Are are, are bars that are far away, okay? Far away that I I don't want to get involved in at this point. I got my pizza, I got my beer. I don't even want to go to a bar and sit with, I mean, there'd probably be more Yankee fans and A's fans, but still, I don't want to do that. Finally, I go to Twitter to air my grievances. And somebody mentioned, well, Brian, if you have DirecTV, which I do through my father, by the way, through my father, but I cut the cord um, and I was able to watch it on my phone on there. Uh, which I didn't think about at all. Brian, why don't you just purchase a monthly subscription and you could do it for one month with Sling TV. And that's how I watched the Brewers and Rockies game that just ended right now. Not very good thinking there, Brian. Not very good. So I got that taken care of yada, 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 whatever. Um, but I just read on an awful announcing that I guess this was a major issue in many places and they rectified it by the fifth inning. At that point, I had already ripped my hair out because um, I mean I, by the time I was actually able to view any part of the game it might have been the fifth or sixth inning on my phone through DirecTV, which again this is so uninteresting to all of you people there but I had to go through that 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 was the cross I had to bear to watch this baseball game so deal with it but what what else can you say about this game let's uh th- there there was also i mean the game itself now this is the dumb shit that we have to you know complain about that has has no bearing on the game whatsoever but we always have to bitch and moan about it. And that's announcers and and, and Eckersley and Darling, which again, the Yankees have much, some sort of a stipulated uh, contract where they have to have former Red Sox announcers or current Red Sox announcers do their game. Don Sillo Dennis Eckersley. Uh, okay. He, Ron Darling didn't play for the Red Sox, but you know what I mean? Like just, it's just very odd for them to do that. I mean, is Dave O'Brien doing it next year or Jerry Emery the year after that? I mean, I, it just seems odd. That's all. And can Eckersley pretend to not be rooting against the Yankees. I mean, some of the phrases he says, like, let, let me, I'm trying to look here. What, what is the, there was the, the judge home run. I I had to, like, if you listen to him, let me try to find it here. Hold on. Let's see. All right. Let's see here. Two balls and a strike. And a draw. Do you hear him say, oh, like he's angry. Why is it a nightmare?
1: About
0: it's what? Okay. So first of all, he's actively saying, oh man, he hit a home run. And then what a nightmare. Why is it a nightmare? Is, is that your natural, inclination inclination when a guy hits a home run and you're not like working for one of the teams? What a nightmare. And then afterwards he's like, he cheated on that fastball. And, and the way that the game ended, you would have thought the Oakland A's won 15 to nothing. That, oh, just an amazing, you know, season by the A's. I mean, they really gave it their all to say, blah, blah blah. Oh, and by the way, I mean, good job by the Yankees. And again, this is the kind of shit that you know, you get the ultra hardcore fandom bullshit that, is, again, inconsequential to nothing. Inconsequential to nothing. Inconsequent. It doesn't mean anything. There we go, Brian. Jesus Christ. Uh, it, it doesn't mean anything, but it's 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 fodder to yell and scream about. There's a, there's a lot of that. Like the, there was the, uh, Fernando Rodney, um, hat to the side that, 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 that was a debate in that game. You know, can't, I said this on Twitter. Why can't we all just come to an agreement that says the hat looks dumb, but why are you defending it? (laughs) at the same? Why are you making fun of the people that it's just, can we just admit it looks dumb and move on? You don't have to get, you know, incredibly enraged about a hat to the side, but let's not pretend it looks good. That's on the wrong side of history. We'll look back at that in 50 years and be like, why was that guy wearing a hat? To- oh, I'll tell you, Sonny, I didn't understand when he did it himself. It, it, to get angry about that is uh, some sort of mental defect, in my my opinion. And the other thing, you know, the whole, uh, we want Boston chant, i you know, I've never liked that stuff because I guess maybe if I, that's the kind of stuff where you need like six, seven beers in you. And that feels right. We want Boston, yeah! Okay. First of all, you're not playing. Second of all, you're going to play Boston regardless. It's not. It's not like you're making the choice. It's an odd, odd thing. Whatever. It, it, Brian, you weren't there. I'll tell you who was there though. Now everyone. Uh, th- this is the kind of shit you see. Some people being like, "Oh, that's bullshit." And, oh no, that that's the way it is in the Bronx. And you know, why are we throwing beers at people? You know why are we throwing beers at people? I I have no problem with you berating an A's fan or an opponent there. For, from here to Kingdom Come, I don't give a shit about that. But I mean, what what, what are you doing? And that made such a big deal. And the A's are going to give him a nice little package because some douchebag, you know, Yankee fan. Uh, That's the kind of world we live in today. And I I found this and I'm not going to play it because, you know, it's offensive in 2000. It's offensive. I get it. Um, But I I, I, I implore you to look up this video on YouTube. Let's see. Um, It's called Bleacher Creature Given It. No G. And given, but you could just look up Bleacher Creature, given it to a poor Red Sox fan. And it's a uh, interesting uh, rendition of YMCA. And if that video made the light, it was recorded in 2010. If that, midi- video, that video made the light of day in 2018, they would call Yankee Stadium a house of hate, a house of horror. This would be Major, This would be where Daesh and Calcaterra and, and you know, all the usual suspects will come in and just say, we have a problem in the Bronx. But because it was like this, this line of demarcation where things, it, it, there's so many things in society, like you'll see with this video, or domestic violence with athletes. It, 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 before it was like, that's not good, but we're going to not really bother with it. And then it is an enormous deal. Brian, are you advocating domestic violence? No, I'm not. I'm just saying it's funny the way that we view things. Well, I don't know, but shut up. Just look up that video and tell me the firestorm that Bleacher Creature given it to a poor Red Sox fan. Look that up on YouTube and get back to me. All right. Just, Just get back. to me. But everything worked. Everything worked except Zach Britton, which I don't want to see that guy ever pitch again. He has been nothing but shit. On this team. But they're going to put him in there because he has a good record against the Yankees. He has a good record against the Yankees. So we're, we're going to play the game with Zach Britton blowing a fucking game at Fenway. And you know it's going to happen. That guy sucks. And he always looks so frustrated. Th- like there's something wrong. Like he looks like, I'm better than this. What He has this like completely beguiled look on his face like, I, I'm i a really good pitcher. But these, these balls keep going out of the park. I can't hit the catcher's mitt. I keep walking people. What is wrong with me? I keep talking high. So, Chapman looked whatever. Um, Should I thank everyone else? You know, void, you know, style and profile. And I, I, I listen. I like cockiness. You know, I don't like that. You know, I don't like the the the, the posing and whatnot. Even though MLB's MLB's new thing, let the kids play. Which I, I said this on Twitter too. Um, is it is it really like that? You know, rebellious if you're posing or bat flipping or whatever. When every asshole on Twitter wants to kiss your rear end if you do that, they will fight for your rights to bat flip more than they would for survival or civil rights. He needs to flip that bat if he wants. That is his God-given right. It makes the game fun. Sorry. Like, is is it really that, like, everyone... It's like, oh, they're rebels. Look at that. Look, he'll just throw the bat. Oh, that's celebrating. Yeah, you can't stop him. Nice try censoring him. He's going to celebrate if he wants to because that's the spirit of the game in him. Are you kidding me? Every checkmarked asshole will give their life and their children's life to make sure someone is able to flip a bat. So stop with it. This, this being some sort of behavior that, they're, that that's being against their will or against their rights that they can't do it. Yeah, my ass break quick ascension to heaven beatification for flipping a bat Brian, you got a problem with flipping bats no not at all but you know void pointing uh, that that's the kind of shit when you hot dog you look like an asshole granted he got a triple out of it and didn't get thrown out so all's well that ends well they say right all Right? All right. <laughs> yeah there we go um but to be pointing when you don't get that my man not cool and he said he said he got some shit from people in the dog out and he should that this is this is not the ball this is not the catwalk do they do either of those things do they point in the air on either of those places i don't know i haven't been to either of them but i would just imagine there's a lot of behavior like that that i wouldn't approve of as an old man or a somewhat mid man in a younger brain younger body that's all so hey forget all that the wild card game is over whether dennis eckersley likes it or not go get into a fight with david price when he, when he made you feel like a mental midget, you, he, the mental midget made you feel like a mental midget. How about that, Dennis? Huh? And I know he doesn't drink anymore, but man, he has that look like he will be, he'll be throwing down bud heavies in a, in a Tallahassee bar S- somewhere, somewhere in the Everglades. He will throw down a whiskey like you wouldn't believe. And again, I'm not mocking him because I know he's like a recovering alcoholic, but he has that look. He's got that mullet. He's got that, He he's just got that vibe where he could just bartender. He has his seat at the bar. You know, they know, they know when he walks in, they already got the drink going. That's how you know it's you, that's how you know you're you're dedicated. You're ready to be a part of this. <laughs> Who's ready? So let's look at this series, huh? You have the Yankees and the Red Sox. Now, for some reason, and I'll and I'll and I'll be completely honest with this, and I don't know how how many other people feel this way. Eight games during the season, you know, towards the end, it's like, man, they won by eight games. This 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 division wasn't even close. Now, we're in the playoffs, and it's like, eh, they won eight more games than the Yankees. Is that really that big of a deal? I, I Maybe I'm the only one that feels that way, but it just seems like, yeah, you know, Brian, you know that you know they start everything over. You know, regular season's records don't matter at all in, in the playoffs. You know, just start it over. It's a whole new season. Yeah, I get that, but I'm just saying, looking at the, the regular season, it just doesn't seem to matter as much. Now, I was talking with, uh, I think it's Bob Cotter someone on Twitter. I always forget the last name, but I speak to this guy. He's a Red Sox fan. I speak to this guy in the beginning of the season and the end of the season, every goddamn year. We don't even speak in the, in, in the middle of the season. Bob Cotter something. I don't know. He says he makes these ridiculous, you know, predictions every year. Red Sox, uh, World Series champs. Or, you know, so he says socks in three. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I will say with this. I think, and, and and I said to him, you can make the make the argument that every game is the most important game. You know, the, this is a must-win game. It's a five-game series. But, I mean, in reality, it's a five-game series. Every game is so goddamn important. Just like a seven-game series. You, you get the deal. You know, save this shit for the studio, which A-Rod should do, which we'll get into in a second. Uh, yeah, the booth, uh, I don't think so, A-Rod. Chris Sale, which I don't have all the stats in front of me, his production every single year in the second half of the year has been downhill. He loses miles off his fastball. He lost eight miles off his fastball, I think, in his last start from where he topped out at, at 98. I think he was getting, touching 89-90. So he's got a lean frame for sure. And I don't want to say game one is a must win for the Red Sox. But holy shit, is this game one important? This is not a game like, oh, well, you know, they're in Boston. They got to win that game. You know, they, they're they supposed to win that game. That, that's just the way it goes. So, you know, I think this game is absolutely huge. Now, they asked Chris Sale what he thought, because he's got a lot of success against the Yankees this regular season. And they asked him what exactly he thought. And this is what he said.
1: How about your success against the Yankees this year?
0: Uh, No. In case you in case you didn't hear that, the, the the guy uh asking the question obviously has some sort of speech uh, impediment. Uh, he says, Tell us about your success against the Yankees this year. And Chris Sales just says, Um, no. Chris Sales' a different guy. Not on social media, not a big talker. Uh I think he just uh, you know, he he's a different guy. I mean, listen, he cuts up jerseys. He's a fucking weirdo. But his postseason success is last year, which is not successful in the ERA, I think over eight. Um but that was really his only uh, appearance because the White Sox, they don't really I'm, – I'm sorry. Uh, they don't really make the uh, postseason that often. And I say that. I'm sorry to uh, – let's see. Anyway, this this guy's a uh, – let's see what it is. He's, he's always a um, supporter of the podcast. I want to give him a shout out here. That is uh, Vincenzo's house. Uh Good follow on Twitter, especially if you want to hear some White Sox tweets or what's going on with the Chicago Police Scanner. He, he's big on both of those, but supporter of the podcast. Now, he, he, he is a White Sox fan, and he, I mean, he mentioned the same thing. He said even in the second half of years, you can see that the changes uh, have certainly developed in Chris Sale, loses velocity and, and whatnot. So I think it's enormous, obviously, because he's such a great pitcher, and he's their ace by far, but can, can you imagine – If Chris Sale loses, if Chris Sale doesn't pitch well, or whatever, let's say he pitches great, but the Yankees still win. If the Yankees win game one, and the heat is on our friend, David Price, we have a major issue in Red Sox Nation. I think this game one is crucial to the Boston Red Sox. If they win game one... I think the series is going to go five games. I really do. I think it's going to be five games. Um, and I, I, yeah, I think it's going to be five games. So if they, they win that first game, anything can happen anyways. If they lose that first game, it is a major problem. I don't trust David Price in a big spot to save his li- I Literally, to save. He could have a gun to his head on the mound. I don't think he could do it. I mean that's extreme pressure. They talk about pressure in games. If there is a man on the mound with a gun to your head while you're pitching, th- that, that's pressure. That's pressure. But I don't think he can do it. And I know his, a lot of his struggles will come at, at Yankee Stadium. And but ah, uh, we all know his postseason problems. Oh well, oh, I won two games in the. I got I got two uh, two wins just not as a starter in the playoffs. Just shut up. Just shut your fucking mouth. David Price. So imagine that. Imagine that. Riddle me this. Chris Sale loses game one. We then go to David Price in game two. And let's say David Price is David Price against the Yankees more times than not. And the Yankees can actually hold it together with that Red Sox offense and win game two with two games in New York. Oh, boy. That's all I'm saying is, oh, boy. Now. Now. This Yankee team has done shit on the road in the playoffs. We remember that last year. Uh, So they got a lot to improve on in that sense. And now they're going against one of the most successful teams in the last, what, God knows how many years on the road. So there is more to that. There is a potent lineup there to begin with as well. So it's not just all about Chris Sale, but Christopher Sale, you know, uh, all of a sudden that ball coming out of the left-hand side there, those right-handed hitters, maybe not as scary as it once was. Take 10 miles off that fastball. Ooh ah okay well i mean listen he's certainly got the rest because he barely pitched the last few uh weeks but let's also see david price uh, excuse me chris sale in a big spot because we've never actually really seen that hmm? yeah well oh, why not we saw him in the playoffs last year no poo. like i said oakland o- oakland locker room not good shit shit caca all the whole deal every word you can think of so dookie yeah yeah <laughs> don't forget that one don't forget that one. So I am looking forward to it. Uh, we begin The Madness Friday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm looking forward to it. I am definitely looking forward to it. So I just saw. Uh, so that's that. And I'm, I'm, I am And I, I was trying to say, is there anyone else that we, we need to give accolades to? Quick quick hook on Andahar, you know, I mean, that wasn't the worst story you've ever seen, but I understand, single elimination game, can't fuck around, Boone, and listen, Boone pulled all the right strings, holy shit, you know, all, all the armchair fucking sitting on your couch asshole managers, you know, they, they what were they going to say? What were they going to say about that game? I mean, yes, they didn't win, you know, 75 to nothing, which is never good enough for some people, but, you know, 7-2, that, that'll do in my book, my book. My book is long, and it means a lot. How about the game before, though? How about that wild card game, that national league? And that one went all night long. If you're on the East coast and watch that thing, God bless you. Cause I was tired out here on the West coast watching that one. And that one went back and forth. Well, not back and forth that much game is two to one, Brian, but I want to talk about our friend, Mr. Alex Rodriguez. Now there are two things I want to say about Alex Rodriguez. Um, One of them is he, he's, well, I guess it's, this basically goes to both points. He's not a real person. He's, he's not human. Uh, I don't believe he has blood pumping through his veins, nor to believe he has a heart or a brain. Uh, He, he, he is all of the people going to Oz looking for something. Uh, Does he have courage? Uh, I guess the courage to piss on his cousin's floor. He does have that going for him, but good luck. Um, And the courage to lie to Katie Cork. But he, he is programmed. He, he is like a... Was that a little (laughs) small wonder? He is like programmed to do certain things. He's programmed with catchy, bullshit, cliche, bullshit, cliche, uh, you know, little, little, uh, you know, cookie cutter sayings for a nine inning game. And uh, even that didn't go too well with the Cubs Rockies game. When it got to like past nine innings, you could see Alex, uh, the cue cards did not have a ton left on it. He was saying things that didn't make any sense. Like, we have not seen one routine fly ball, uh, one routine ground out tonight, guys. It's like, it's a 2-1 game. What what were they, fucking all Baltimore chops? Like, are, are you kidding me? They, 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 a lot of them have been routine. And, and there was another, what did he other say? He thought that there was a third out or... Uh, and I know, you're probably thinking, well, you know, th- those are minor. But if you watched it, you know a had a very bad game. He just... He doesn't work in a studio. He works in a studio where your 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 canned bullshit works. On to the next person. Blah, 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 blah. blah. They got to get the ball. They got to pressure the batteries. Blah, 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 blah. 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 And then the next person. He cannot have actual routine of, you know, he will start functioning like, like your cell phone battery. You know, you, you, you charge it for a certain amount. And listen, everything's going fine when it's charged. But like it, you see it going down and it's like. I don't have the capacity to continue this. It's like they inject it into his veins and he is shriveling up like the the Nazi guy in, in The Last Crusade after he drinks out of the wrong, uh, you know, <laughs> the last uh, Holy Grail. Um, the wrong Holy Grail. Did I say the last Holy Grail? The wrong Holy Grail. But you ruined the joke anyways. And it wasn't even that funny to begin with. But he, he starts to wither like that. Or like the Nazi guy in, the, in Raiders of the Lost Ark after, you know, his, you know, his face starts to like bubble and paint and, you know, fall up. You get it. Just the, the horrific Steven Spielberg parts of Indiana Jones. That That's what he turns into. He is, and I mean, everyone said it from here to kingdom come. That's twice now. That is, I got to get that out of my lexicon immediately because that's cornball shit. Um, but there's also, and this isn't new. I, I saw, you know. He's got his hand in so many things these days. Instagram's better with friends. No, I'm not connecting my contacts. I don't, I don't want any of those people. Um, he he had this. He has this dopey gym he, he's promoting, and it's it. What what was the song? I, I forget here. So it has him just working out, and you know we're playing this song here. Let's say, yeah, hit me with your best shot. And it's just him. Here he's on a treadmill. Now there's dual. There's two different. scenes. I'm sorry, I paused the wrong thing. I wanted to pause this. So there's, there's two scenes back-to-back back of him, like, lifting weights. One's in black and white. One's in color. And, oh, no, we're back. No, now he's squatting. Okay. But in this one, he's not squatting. He's doing he, he's doing some, some smaller squats. Now he's, like, the step squat sort of stuff. I don't know what that's called. Back on the treadmill. No, that's an elliptical. And Oh, he's so tired he fell to the ground. Like, what in the fuck is that? What, what is he? I, I swear to God, he is, I would love to observe him. He is a fascinating study of human behavior. I feel like if we took Alex Rodriguez and like put him like in a, in a padded room and just studied him, like I could see in the beginning, if he knew he was being like looked at, he, he'd probably just start like, you know, doing ups and sit-ups and shirtless, obviously. Um, and then I feel like he'd, he'd have this emotional breakdown as if it were like a late 80s, early 90s, like death metal video, like grainy footage, black and white and like cut scenes where he'd be like laughing maniacally one second. And then two seconds later, he'd be <laughs> he'd be crying uncontrollably. And then there's the extreme anger and yelling and probably some self mutilation. What I mean by that, he'd probably punching himself in the face and whatnot. Then, you know, it's just... It, I don't know. He, he's he's not real. He's not a real person. I, I don't know how else I can explain this other than continuing to say he's he's not a real being. He's a pod. Yes, I'm a pod. That's right, Kramer. You're a pod. That That's what he is. He's not real. he probably start farting into his hand and smell it and fling poo like a chimp. Anyways, all right. Have I mentioned Alex Rodriguez on the show and what I think about him in the past? Have I mentioned that? Yeah, you just said huh.
1: I mean, I was... I said, yeah, he just ha. said, hot.
0: Just said, "Ha." A great Simon Yonkers brought up the point, you know, Javi Baez grabbed, uh, who do you, what's his name? Ar- Arsenado. Arsenado? Arsenado and like hugged him. And he's like, that's one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen on a baseball field. It's like, dude, you fucking slapped Bronson Arroyo's hand away. And that's one of the most bizarre things you've ever seen. You pissed all over your cousin's rug. We forget about that because he's so. Cause he's with J Lo and they work out together and they look so fun and you know he peed on his cousin's rug. Have you done that? No, you haven't. Well, maybe you have. He, you red ticket blues listeners are fucking nuts. Speaking of that, uh, I'm I'm gonna not be as desperate with the reviews because we're over fifty now. So I I just want to say, remember to leave a review though, iTunes. uh, You know, just uh, if you're not doing it, then you're cheapskate. That's all. You're, you're you're the one that put your nose in the air with Salvation Army and Christmas time. That's damn right. I am. Okay. Well, you're just fulfilling that, uh, that, 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 uh, that, yeah, that, that notion. Uh, but I wanted to read the reviews here real quick of what was here. Let's see if we can get to these, uh, unique. I like that. The subject unique. Brian has his own quirky spin on sports and news. Whether you agree or not, he's entertaining. I like it. That's honest, you know, not going for the joke, but you know, it hits right to the point and says, He's unique. And you know what? I'd like to consider myself unique. I like that. I like unique New York, unique New York, unique New York. Uh, Freshingly, refreshing takes in an overly, and I could not, the, the subject um, cuts off there. So longtime listener, first-time reviewer. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. I feel compelled to leave a review after finding out Brian loathes people that attempt to solicit your name, email, money, in support of a cause on the street, and then attempt to make you feel guilty when you're just trying to go about your day. I'll hang up and listen. That's a goddamn good review. They're both very good reviews. And if you don't know what that uh, last ones we're talking about, go back and listen to the last podcast where, uh, you know, if you're not donating to Hurricane Florence, uh, people will get in your face and make you feel about the size of a small little penny like David Price does at Dennis Sackersley on the streets of San Diego. So uh, thank you. And obviously a listener, because if you could point out certain parts of the episode like that, you're a listener. You're not just doing it to be nice. Uh, So, you know. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? We're 35 minutes in here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, bah, 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 we already talked about that. We talked, eh, talked about a lot of this shit, actually. Um, oh, another thing. Hey, can, can, you know, I'm not saying, cause I'm not that kind of fan. I'm not going to say to Bean, Steven Pierce in the head or anything like that. Keep it away from the head. All right. I don't even like unwritten rules in baseball. Baseball's dumb. Hitting people is dumb. I don't like it. <laughs> light yourself on fire and walk into a fire all right that, that's all i have to say but steven pierce if can the yankees can jay Happ try to make try to make him feel a little uncomfortable i heard somebody say i don't know if it's true that steven pierce has a good record off of uh jay i'm i'm not i'm not sure about that i could just be regurgitating fake news um but can, can we make him feel a little uncomfortable he's he killed the yankees this year he hit at least five home runs against the yankees this year steven fucking pierce like the, the, can, can we put that in perspective can can, can tell him can booney put that in his ear just just a simple request simple 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 request that's all i'm saying uh yeah we did that uh da, 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 da. um yeah, craig carton craig hart is going to jail i mean if you had if you held out any hope before that he wasn't apparently uh his co-conspirator sh- totally threw him under the bus um and i don't even know if the guy had tickets for the bus <laughs> God, that was terrible. Um, by the way, speaking of tickets, thank God they, that game was played in New York. Again, even watching at home that game last night, I, I the anxiety was, I couldn't imagine if I was actually there in Oakland with that shit. Would an Oakland fan pour, pour beer on my hat? Would, would the Yankees give me a fucking care package? Oh, that'd be great. I'd be the darling of Twitter. Yeah, I shouldn't. I shouldn't shit on that guy. He didn't ask to be a part of it. Some dickhead did that. And listen, here's a, here's a note also to Yankees and Red Sox fans. You don't need to engage in arguments about rings and who won the latest title or remember 2004. Oh, well, you weren't even alive for those. Oh, how many wins? Oh, well, this guy, guys, 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 you sound like assholes. You really do. You sound like assholes. Just relax. Argue during the game, at least. Oh, we got 27 ranks. Oh, oh, yeah, when's the last time you won one? Oh, yeah, yeah, well, 1-1-2009, huh? Oh, oh, oh two thousand shut up. Although, like I said, I'm a fraud, though. I mean, you want me to say to get away from the rivalry. And maybe as, when I'm not a, uh, I'm an adult now, so maybe I don't get into that shit as much. But, you know, I was walking down the street today, actually. I was walking to get a coffee. And, you know, 9 a.m. And guy's sitting in his car. Parked on the street and he's got a Red Sox shirt on. I'm just thinking to myself, fucking asshole. <laughs> so uh, maybe, maybe, you know, I wasn't about to engage him about rings and whatnot, but, um, you know, it would be nice. To, again, I, like I said about these teams, there's no one really that hateable. Who are the most hateable? Hateable on the Red Sox is uh, for sure David Price. There's no doubt about that. Um, Yankees. I guess Chapman could. Voight is definitely going up in that category. He he's he celebrates. He's got kind of that douche look to him. Um, but I I love oh, my I love guy. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, Craig Carton, um, yeah, he's going to jail. His 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 co-conspirator uh, threw him under the bus, and I think he's going to jail for what two to four years. So he said it was all Craig's idea and. Craig, what did he also do? He pretended to be, oh yeah, he pretended to be a producer for Hamilton. That's what he was, via email, uh, hamiltonproducer at gmail.com. Uh, he was, he was attempting to be a Hamilton producer in, in his whole ticket scheme, which is unbelievable. He's such a scumbag and I do, I mean, and I know everyone says, I do feel bad for his family and I do, I do, I do feel bad for his family. I'm sure they probably had no idea. You think that dirt bag would actually tell him what he was doing? Not a chance. But, man, oh, man. And he still continues to do that pathetic show of his. I want to call into it, but then I'm just like, why do I want to do this? Do I really want to? Do people call into his show and shit on him like he deserves it? You know, Mike's Mike's a piece of garbage, too. But, I mean, people call into his show and it's like, eh, hey, well, you know, whatever. He, he rolls off his back. I mean, I wonder how Carton would deal with it. Does anyone? If you actually listen to that show, let me know. Do people actually call in and, like, dump on him? Yeah, whatever all right folks that's about it uh, a little late this week but i figure you know oh by the way you know i the david wright celebration you know the mets can't get anything right i swear to god you, know, you couldn't leave them in this meaningless fucking game that, that has nothing to do with anything there's nothing consequential about it you couldn't give him one more bat you couldn't give him one more bat and, of course, I mean, the Mets aren't going to let them speak right there. They have to wait to the end of the game because they don't want the fans leaving because, you know, they want to buy refreshments. Man, oh, man. And then the Mets even a lot. The Mets admit, yeah, we haven't put the best product on the field. I feel bad. You know, you have owners saying, yeah, we haven't really put the best product on the field. And then they fucking blame it on Sandy. The owners. The owners of the team. <laughs> the team. Blame it on Sandy Alderson. The guy who said cancer several times. And no longer with the team. That's why the team isn't as good. The Wilpons are scum. They are vermin. Just absolutely. Lock them up. Lock them up. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening, people. If you're new to the show, uh, listen. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Be sure to leave a review. I have reviews and I'd love for more, but I'm not going to threaten you or your family members to get more reviews. Because that's not the kind of guy I am. Always want more reviews, though. Uh, Twitter at Red Ticket Blues at Brian Buck thirteen. Hilarity ensues daily, daily. Or swing and misses. There's a lot of swing and misses. Yeah, a lot of them. And uh, I try my best, but uh, yeah, you will see the swing and misses with zero reaction to them. I'm gonna say, e- uh, yikes! Nice try, Brian. Go a little too far. Why don't you log off Twitter and maybe do something productive with your time? Oh, by the way, you know I was talking about pizza earlier. That, that extreme pizza, that shit was such garbage. And it was like nothing. I have to admit a sin. I'm not even fat. I mean, granted, I I could stand to lose a few pounds for sure. What am I? I'm like, eh, no, we don't need to get into the fucking demographics. Um, I finished that pizza. I finished it rather quickly because I was hungry and I've been trying to lose a few pounds. So I've been eating very light lately. And my lunch was a miniature salad. So I got this pizza, I ate it, and I'm just like, "Oh, well, it's a third inning, and I'm still hungry. I want more food. There's really nothing here. Well, there's plenty of food that I could have made, but I didn't want to. I, uh, I ordered another pizza. And, um, this might have been the, f- I think this might have been the first time I ever did this in my entire life. Not the first time I ever had it, but the first time I ever ordered it. And, uh, if you know what I'm about to say, I ordered Domino's alone watching the game underwear second pizza of the night that being Domino's doesn't get much more solemn than that thank God the Yankees won can you imagine that scene can you imagine that like who's that's that's a sadder scene than the Nighthawk painting right there me sitting there and the Oakland A's win who who who, who? Who's the painter? The painter? Who did Nighthawk? I forget. Sir Arthur, oh no, I was going to say Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. No, I don't think so, Brian. Shit, I forget who it was. Eh, not important. Well, it is kind of important. A lot more important than that. Eh, but man, imagine that scene, huh? Uh, and seeing, you know, Dennis Eckersley probably dance with them on, on the mound and be like, yeah, there we go, guys! Time to party! <laughs> <laughs> iTunes, Suna Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, at Brian Book, there you I blue. So... Well, being said, let listen, let's talk. You know, maybe, you know, maybe this week I'll do a nice little uh, after Saturday's game. Yeah, maybe I, that, that's what I think we're going to listen. Tune in. Tune in radio, by the way, you can listen there. Um, Maybe we'll do some immediate reaction on us. Nah, that's going to be stupid. I'm not going to do that. I was going to say tune in to a Sunday podcast. Eh, what the fuck? Podcast doesn't have to be on Monday, does it? Does it? Maybe I'll just do on Sunday, some immediate reaction. No, then everyone will watch it. Shut up. Uh, you'll hear the next podcast when you hear it. So, with all that being said, I love all of you. You're all great people. All of you. Every single one. All of you. You don't think I'm am I referring to you? Hey. Absolutely. With that being said, I'm going to...